and welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is Mandy. With me, as always, is John. Howdy, howdy. And today, we are going to review The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Yeah, this one's a little different from some of the stuff that you normally see on here. This one's closer to me uh, as a comedy, or, or kind of one of those True. like wacky hijinks. Reminds me a little bit of Dave Made a Maze, uh, where it's just that like kind of offbeat weirdness. Which is funny because Dave Made a Maze is also on Shutter, which I don't actually know. This one isn't on Shutter, is it? This one's on Prime. Oh man! Yeah, so we're gonna be watching this one on Prime. I was hoping I could segue into that somehow, be but a, I can't. At least a reason to have Prime, but then again, you probably have Shutter if you're listening to us. We won't shut up about it. Uh, so yeah, no, this one's a an interesting show because it's uh, actually got uh, Jim Cummings is the writer, director, and star of this show. He's done a couple other shows. Uh, he does a lot of producing from what i was saying hmm. uh but he has had three four other movies uh it was in 2018's uh thunder road which was about a cop whose wife just died or no no his wife divorced him and his mom just died so oh. he's dealing with kind of uh, having a breakdown so depressing movie got yeah. it uh in 2021's the beta test which is a guy gets a weird invitation to sleep with somebody at random but he wears a mask and now he's trying to figure out who it is or something i don't know oh okay yeah but you may recognize him jim cummings as uh pete mccabe uh from halloween kills oh okay so he has been doing other things true yes uh it's i don't know this one's a this one's an odd one we watched this once a while back and it's it's very offbeat we do have uh a fairly well uh, played, uh, you know, version of what's going on with uh, uh, Ricky Landholm. She's in this. Uh, she's she's pretty good, from what I remember. She's uh, the uh, the kind of one that we thought was going to be the girlfriend. Oh, she's the the deputy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So she's from 2019's Knives Out. Uh, she played Janelle in uh, the 2006 version of The Pulse, which that one's always kind of nice because it it proves to me that. We can actually do a better uh, horror movie than the Japanese if we take. One I of mean, the that on hardly there. ever happens, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, it just has the to Japanese, happen a couple of times. The Japanese version is always super spooky. Well, not Pulse. You both fell asleep during it. I tried to show Mandy and her sister Pulse the uh, original Japanese version, and it's a two and a half hour long movie, which I didn't know, but it, it uh, they like, were down. It felt like four and a half hours. Just asleep. <laughs> Like midway through, even after like defense, you cars were trashing down, you like, showed it terrible. to us at like starting at like ten o'clock at night. Well, yeah, because we were waiting for your, your, we were waiting for people to leave the house. But anyway, uh, she was also in 2009's uh, Last House on the Left. Uh, she's gonna be uh, in the Wednesday Show. Oh, uh, cool! The, I wonder who she's gonna be in that one. She's a doctor. Cute. So I think she's the doctor talking on Wednesday about stuff. Probably. But I she's mean, been I mean she's been doing horror movies for a good long time, so true. that's good. I'm excited about that. We also got Robert Foster. Uh Robert Foster is Forrester. Forrester. There we go. Robert Forrester was in a lot of shows. You may recognize him. He was the uh the elder uh Baxter in uh was it uh was it uh, Last Man Standing? Uh, so he was like the the dad who was Tim uh Tim Allen's dad in that show. Uh, that was the one that I remember him from the most because he was actually running around doing stuff. Hmm. But he was also in 1979's Black Hole. I think he was one of the um, the guys who showed up on the ship, not uh, not with uh, Max Maximilian Schnell, who was the uh, the main bad guy from it. Ah, it's this is the uh, the 
competitor for uh, that Disney produced. Yes, for I, fighting I know. Against Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know which one the black. So Wars. he's not. He's not the uh, the bad doctor. He's like the the captain of the other ship who uh, shows up. He's also in a uh, Scanner Cop Two. Yep. Maniac Cop Three. Oh yeah. 1997's Jackie Brown. I remember Jackie Brown, like, whenever they would show the, the commercial for it, it would be Pam Greer, and she said, Jackie Brown, like, over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, but it was always, like, against the door Yeah, and I was something. just like, what and the hell is that? Well, that's what I was trying to do just now. I was all Jackie yeah. Brown, and I, I trust you would say her name. I, I just, I hated that because I had absolutely no... Idea what the rest of the movie yeah, was well, about. Yeah, what was yeah. that movie about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I st- to this day, I still don't. Uh, he was also in Mulholland Drive, Lucky Number Slevin. Uh, he was in this this terrible Korean movie called D-Wars, uh, or Dragon Wars, colon, D-Wars, or D-Wars, Dragon Wars, something or other. I watched this as a riff tracks. It was just awful. The, it sounds like the only acceptable way to watch that movie. Yeah, he was the, the old guy who fakes a heart attack to get the guy's dad, like, the main character, like, it's the younger version of the main character at the very beginning. So, he convinces the main character's father to leave him alone, like, to leave the, the child alone so that he can, like, ah, yeah, now that your dad's gone, let me explain to you, you're very special because you're an ancient Korean warrior. Oh. I'm just like, yeah, I'm sure that that's what the repression has told you. Yeah, that sounds yeah. ridiculous. And then I was, I saw a fanciful book and there were dragons and shit. I was like, yeah, sure, we'll remember that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so this was, uh, you know, he's he's been in a lot, a lot of movies, so it's always nice to see him in anything. Uh, this was one of his, I guess, his last, uh, you know, actual acting things before he uh, he sadly passed away in 2019. Aww. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, but he was he was really good in this one for whatever. He was the, the dad. The dad. Yeah, yeah. That means that he wasn't able to see this one come out then, because this one didn't come out until 2020. Yep. Oh, that's sad. Oh, and maybe he got a advanced screener for it or something. I don't know. I was so bad for people like that. I wonder how uh, Orson Welles feels about the Transformers movie. He's like, you don't understand. I had to. Yeah, because he was a unicron. It was like his last thing that he did. Ah. Anyways. Yeah. So, uh, we actually liked this movie the last time that we watched it. So, we're going to watch it again for you guys. Um, If you want to watch it, it's on Amazon Prime. Go ahead and go, ahead and go watch it. Um, And then check back and then listen to the rest of it. So, that way, you know, it's not spoiled. Because it is actually a pretty good one. This is a fairly well done movie from what I was remembering. Uh, You know, again, this is going to be interesting for me to see. Because I, I, I haven't even thought about this movie for... Probably like what a year, I guess. I don't know. I don't remember, but I, all I know is it's that I saw it on while, yeah. I saw it on Amazon Prime, and I was like, "Oh, it's available." Yep. Okay, we'll do this one because we haven't done this one for the podcast. So, and it's it's a very decent movie. The the guy Jim Cummings uh, does a very good. You know who he reminds me of is the guy from It, uh, the um, the one who's deputy so and so. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's got the same kind of like you know weird eyes, and he keeps doing the the odd pausing. <laughs> Like so, you know. Just think of it. It's, think of it as a discount, Jeffy uh, So and So, who does like a lot more work than Deputy So and So. He's a he's a great value brand of Deputy yeah. So and So. But he, you know, he works great. And he, he he tries really hard. Uh, but no, I I really do enjoy this movie. Uh, from from what I remember, I can't wait to watch it again just to kind of get that vibe. But uh, one of the things that I will say was the. The camera work in this one was really well done. It was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I do remember this, that. Uh, you know, the, one of the things that you can can kind of see is if the movie itself is, like, it just the visuals are, are really good, you'll kind of let a poor story go. But if the story's good, too, then it's a great movie no matter who made it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and pause it here. Again, if you want to watch it, it's on Amazon Prime. That is The Wolf of Snow Hollow 2020. And we'll be right back. Yep, be right back.
We have every reason to believe that this monster will show up again tonight. Six years, sober for three. This is scary. It's new. I never saw a body like that. There's gonna be a lot of late nights and overtime because of the brutal murder that happened in town. And I didn't want to set up expectations that I can't keep. Our expectations of you are very low. Spans the bites are gigantic, same as the distance of the paw prints. It's a wolf. Or maybe it's a werewolf. No, let me just make this perfectly clear. There is no such thing as werewolves. Our killer is a guy, and I'm gonna find him, and I'm gonna kill And we're gonna bring him to justice. We have every reason to believe that this monster will show up again tonight. I won't ask you to pray with me because of the goddamn lawyers. And we're back. We are back. So, that was um, interesting. It, uh, it, you know, it's 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 fun to watch it the second time around because now I'm, like, looking to... For other things. Yeah, yeah. trying to figure... And, and it's all the little weird bits, uh, there's a part at the very, very end that, uh, you know, I guess kind of stalled me out the first time. And now I'm like, oh, okay, that is kind of weird. But yeah, it doesn't, like, I had to look up what it was supposed to be. I hate that, by the way. That's uh, something that pissed me off with Sam was here. Oh, yeah. Remember that? And it's like, oh, well, now you recognize everything in the thing. Like, I don't have it. Like, it doesn't need to, like, be spelled completely out for me. Mm -hmm. But don't make me have to read, like, an entire, like, anthology on the back you know, burner for like me to figure everything out. I hate that. True. This is, and it, which didn't happen with a, a lot. I mean, it didn't happen with everything in this movie, but it was just the ending that we were like, huh, I wonder about that. And then we had to go find it. Yeah. Which we can tell you what it is. So that way you don't have to go find it. Yeah. We'll get into it in just a second. But uh, yeah, this movie starts out with a young couple going up to, uh, I guess it's snow hollow, Utah. And, uh, they're like, just doing weird stuff. Like they're like, they're like, Oh, Hey, let's, like couple things, like we're gonna have dinner at a at a local diner, which I guess the guy was eating a steak or something like that. I don't know. The only thing I know is that they the only non normal couple thing is that he immediately tries to start a fight with a local. Yes, that was interesting. Immediately. Well, admittedly, the guy said something like crass. It, it was using a slur, uh, but apparently that uh, you know he immediately starts trying to be a tough guy and you know go after these two guys who've uh, obviously been drinking which i'm like bro chill out yeah like they'll be gone they were walking out the door like you were obviously not gonna have to see these people anymore why start a fight yeah but uh he goes to their rental little i guess it's like a cabin uh and they have like a a cute little bit in uh uh, like the, the, the tub, it looks like the guy is, uh, opening up a bottle of wine and he doesn't have a wine opener. So he, he like has to slap He uses chopsticks. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty, you know, it's pretty inventive. Sure. Yeah, it worked. And, and, uh, it shows the, the wedding ring cause mm. he's going to propose to her. And, uh, then he, uh, he's, I guess he's shaving his junk. Uh, I when, don't even know how you saw that because I totally did not. He's got a tiny razor, like a, a tiny little like Bic in his hand. And I was just like. Oh, I see. And then he like starts screaming in the the bathroom, and I'm like, "Well, there's only one thing he could have been doing." I totally that would have been causing that. I so totally shaving down there. did not catch that he was shaving. Uh, but unfortunately, we see Fuck. his his lady uh, outside near the snow, and she is tadad killed. 
Uh, and that's when we ugly up, kill too, oh, yeah. like torn apart. It's some fairly like decent kills in this one, very bloody. Uh, so it's like wow, there's a lot, in judicious use of blood packs in this one. There's a lot of physical blood kind of goop all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obviously a, a, a you know torn apart body. Yeah, and and the nice thing is is that we like all of the 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 kills and stuff we get to see those kind of things from the side mm -hmm. but we also get to see the aftermath which is you know something that you would see in a in a cop drama which is it begins to become very quickly uh, as we were uh, introduced to John uh, who is uh, the son of the sheriff and he is a deputy a sheriff deputy in uh, the town of Snow Hollow and he is very uh, angry. Yes, he's super angry and also an alcoholic, which we are first introduced to him while he is uh, doing his uh, hey, AA. Hey, yeah. yeah. And, you know, he introduces himself. My name is John. I'm an alcoholic. Hey, John. Hey. So, you know, I, I've, I've been sober for quite a while. It's, you know, hard every day. But, you know, sometimes I have not the greatest thoughts about my ex-wife, who's a total pill and I hate her guts. But, you know, she birthed my daughter. And, you know, sometimes I just want to run a truck through her house. I thought that was cute. I just want to drive a piece of machinery and, you know, put it in, in drive and, you know, watch it go through her house. Not hit anybody, obviously, but I just, I think he said something about, I just want her to know that I was there. Just to or, notice me. I just no, want somebody notice to notice or something me. like that. Yeah, it was, it was an odd, like, huh. It was on, it's an odd way to say it, considering he's the, the, you know, De deputy <laughs> yeah the son of the chief of police <laughs> yeah, and apparently like... a pillar in the community uh but uh yeah at that point uh he hears everybody kind of slamming outside of the uh the, the i guess they're having their AA meeting in the uh under part of the police uh like station and that's when everybody kind of runs outside and he has that moment where he goes like i don't hear anybody and i was like oh oh that's, is that what it that was? was my assumption was that everybody ran out and that's why he was just like I don't hear anybody so it meant everybody left which which makes sense because this is actually wherever everybody goes to the murder scene yes uh, including his dad who is uh, played by uh, Robert Foster uh, and he does Forster. not look Forrester Forrester oh, I'm I don't reading know. it wrong which one was it Forrester Forrester yeah so Robert yeah. Forrester yeah. my bad uh, but he uh, does not. He's, he's not good in this movie. Like, I feel bad for him because he doesn't look good. Like, he's great. Like, as as a actor, sicker, older actor -wise, guy he's doing, doing great. the thing. But it's also, like, oh. it, it, it reminds me of James Caan in that movie where the, the, the he's, you know, his wife just died thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it just made me hurt, like, the whole time. I'm like, oh. It definitely made my heart hurt. He did yeah. a fantastic job of acting in this movie. He did um, a great job. It, it uh, does. He... he it, it does make your heart hurt. He does. He, he even does a couple of bits where he's uh, miming a, a heart murmur, I guess. Uh, and he he has a couple of effects where he even sits has to sit down real hard. And I was just like, wow, that I hope that was acting and not like he's actually having an episode on, on screen. Uh, but, uh, you know, so we, we they go out there to check out this dead body. And, uh, yeah, parts are missing. In, uh, the uh, the lady bits included. Yeah, her, her lady bits are missing. And, um... You know, it's it's frantic. I mean, it's not something that they're used to dealing with because it's a very small town. So, you know, John is freaking out and trying to tell people what to do. And then his dad is, you know, trying his best to do things, but is obviously not prepared for this type of murder. 
And, and, oh, go ahead. Yeah, the thing is, is John has very little patience for anybody in this movie. He is, like, super pissed off. At, like, immediately he gets pissed off it's at people. so awesome. I don't, probably, maybe because I feel like that's how I am most days, where I'm just like, don't fuck with me. Like, just go away. Do your shit. Hurry up. Like, that's, that is how he runs this entire movie. There are so many little incidents where he's, <laughs> like, slapping hell out of people and doing all this other it's stuff. It's so great. It's so great. Uh, Jim Cummings, I mean, he is, Jim Cummings is by far my favorite actor, like, throughout this entire movie. And, which is great, because he's the main, he's the main actor. And he wrote and directed it, so we know he's doing everything that he was supposed to. Yes, he's great, he's great. So, um, so that happens, they go, they find the body, they realize that her lady bits are missing. Um, the sheriff ends up leaving and just telling them, hey, look, like, I'm gonna go back to the office, I'll deal with all the media people. Um, you know, just find this person, find this person and figure this shit out because it's crazy. And that's it, basically what they try to do. Yeah. And they start uh, doing the, the usual stuff that you normally see in a police procedural where they're talking to everybody else. We get introduced to uh, the character, the the, the guy who, uh, you know, was going to propose to his now deceased lady. We get the, the two yokels that he had the, uh, the uh, you know, kind of altercation with. Uh, the guy who owns the cabin and is trying to sell them as like a rental properties kind of thing. Yes. And... Uh, you know, just, it could be anybody, but it could be nobody. We we have no idea who this person is yet. Uh, and uh, they start kind of circulating this whole idea, because, you know, the the way that the killing was done uh, was in a very uh, vicious and, and odd manner. Animalistic, uh, even. Yes. Uh, so they immediately assume uh, Wolfman. And the one thing that I did like uh, the most about uh, uh, this was that John never went werewolf. Yeah, he was like, it's not a freaking werewolf. Like, he said it multiple times multiple times this is a man this is not a wolf there's no such thing as werewolves like that shit doesn't exist it's a man and he is like hellbent on it's a man in fact at one point he even researches <laughs> actually i'm jumping ahead okay go ahead yeah. about the research uh, so at this point we get the next victim who's a nice little ski instructor lady she uh she actually has uh so uh, like a you know, one thing i will say about this movie is that it gave build up to each one of the characters uh, so everybody who dies, we get like a, a little vignette beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like you, and, you meet the person. Yeah. And we, we have this whole like, kind of like, we understand that she has men problems. Mm-hmm. We know that she is well with kids cause she, uh, she does, uh, the, uh, the whole bit where she makes fun of them. Yeah. yeah. She's a, she's a snowboarding instructor. And she, she's sitting there talking to all the kids at the end of it. So we know that she's she's having she's got a good rapport with kids. She has a problem finding men, and the men that she does find seem to be not that great. And she also can't apparently fight off a werewolf. Uh, because we do Although see... Although she tries her damnedest. She do, yeah, it claws off her arm, right? Yeah, like, like, like lops compl- off her arm. Yeah, uh, And it is full on, like, one of the things that I'll say is that this one, at least for the, the monster part, uh, they don't immediately... Like, they're not, like, hiding anything. There's not a lot of flashes. There's no real confusion as to what it could be. It's very much a werewolf. It is a werewolf. It is a uh, full-on American werewolf in London. Well, not even that one. It's not even, like, on the ground, kind of. It's, like, that big stand-up lichen kind of vibe. Yeah, more like like, um, American werewolf uh, in London. Or in Paris. Paris? Yeah, in Paris. The, the stand-up, you know, full-size, you know, the ah, Seven-foot-tall one. He's uh, obviously a werewolf, the apocalypse, that kind of vibe. Uh, so yes, and it attacks the hell out of her, uh, and, and it, kills her. It does and, terrible and stuff. The way that they do it is actually really cool because the way that they shoot it is this person is obviously getting attacked, and then it cuts to John, 
and he is he's at the, her funeral i think is how it, yes. it shows this one so um he's at her funeral and then you see her finish getting killed and then it shows her in the casket. You know, it shows... Or, or no, so no. like, cl- closed casket. They're all closed casket. Yeah. Or that was... Or was that the, the wife and daughter? That that I believe that was the wife and daughter, but they also did this part. Because yes. He, he, like, oh, she gets yelled at. He was in the cafe. Yes. That's right. That's what it was. So he was he was in a diner um, talking with his ex-wife, who was super awful. Just a giant pill. And then um, his daughter's there. They obviously don't have a good rapport. He's talking to them, freaking out, getting annoyed. And then suddenly a cop comes in and he's like, John... And he's like, what, what? Oh, yeah. oh. And they actually, they run out there and they, they start saying he almost throws up on the ground. And they, he has this very hectic trying to coordinate bit where he's keeping the press away, but he's also calling up state and local people to get them out there, trying to get the, the body wrapped up. Uh, and uh, this one guy, uh, one of the deputies comes over and is just like, they think it's a werewolf. Right in front of the press, which was hilarious. Because he just, he turns around slowly and he looks at the press. As and the like, press slowly rolls up their window. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, he uh, he asks for the guy to come over and he pulls them behind a snow mound. And then just starts beating the crap out of the guy. <laughs> just like, and it's, it's not like a well-coordinated, this isn't, isn't you know, they live where there's actually, like, some physicality <laughs> to the punches. This looks like a people... Slap. Yeah, like, like having, like, an like angry slap Like, fest. he slapped him, and then the guy's like... <gasps> and then he starts to fight back, and then John throws him on the ground starts shoving snow in his mouth. <laughs> he was screaming, and so he, like, shoved snow in his mouth. Oh, man, that was great. Uh, at this point, <laughs> everybody, everybody gets everything wrapped up. Everything's kind of closing down. Uh, they're trying to figure out, we're getting uh, interviews with other people outside, you know, like, uh, what's going on? They try to go talk to the uh, original, like, uh, guy who had the, the rental property. Yes. Uh, whose wife died, you know, and they, it's it's just not doing well. They're also, somebody <laughs> throws a beer bottle uh, at them, like, while they're driving, which I thought was weird. Uh, and, and John just, like, freaks out, and I guess he, he grabs a couple of beers that he had hidden, which... Ew, because they were right above the uh, the, the exhaust, exhaust for the yeah. yeah. I was just like, oh, those uh, are those are the skunkiest beers. Yes, and he drinks all of them. Yeah, and the listerine and everything else that he can get. He's his hands just on. not having a good time. Uh, at this point, uh, it's one one of the other deputies, the uh, the the female deputy, I guess. Did you know? We'll ask about that at the end. Uh, but uh, they uh, uh, like. She's like talking as she's she's coming out of a store with this giant you know gift bag or something like that. As there's a guy posting something up on uh like a, a marquee, on the, yeah, on the marquee, and it says something about this the werewolf of snow or snow the wolf man of snow hollow. You know, be careful, something like that. And she's like, yeah, you can't you can't put that up there. I'm gonna need you to take that down. Daryl's the one who puts that up. Yeah, I just I just do what I'm told. And she goes, oh, okay, I understand. Hey, uh, that's a nice car. Yeah, too bad about the expired license plates, though. And he just looks at her. He goes, I think Daryl won't mind if I take it down. And she goes, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Oh, thanks. Thanks so much for that. And then she walks away. And she's she's great in this movie, too. Yeah. Uh, Which is Ricky Ricky Lindholm. Yes. Yeah. And that's when we get to... (laughs) We find out that the person who is handing it, like, she's she hands the the uh, the gift basket over to the chief to uh, to John. 
And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, this comes from the deputy who got snow shoved down into his mouth. He's like, oh, wow, man, that's nice. That's really nice. Except I already filled out the paperwork, so you need to get the hell out of here. You're you're fired, and you're never going to work in this town again. And the guy, like, <laughs> it's actually a really funny little bit as the guy walks out and, like, slams, he's th- he's like, three things. Yeah. yeah, he's throwing a fit. So that happens and then they 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 start talking more about the latest case that's happened because another person's been killed we have a uh, an interesting little bit about um the the uh most of the guys the the other deputies do not like john uh they uh you know consider him to be having uh you know anger issues uh, another guy has mentioned werewolves uh john is constantly you know vociferously against it being a werewolf uh, and this is when we start having this these little intercut sparks where we, we've got uh, a guy uh, just in a dingy like motor home kind of thing, like a, a trailer. Yes. Uh, and uh, he's doing heroin and he's got a wolf with him. We see later on, you know, it keeps cutting back to this guy. We see. And he's burning a body. Yeah. Uh, we see um, the 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 dog that he has he's got wolf pelts everywhere else he's got a wolf tattoo he's got strange knives we're like huh interesting is this the guy that we're looking for is this man perhaps a werewolf hmm but uh we don't get to see anything we in fact i don't think we ever figure out who that is like you know we're not introduced to him or anything Mm -mm. like that no he was the one that we were never introduced to yes at this point uh they it's John shows up again. He's trying to uh, ask the other guy uh, the questions. Uh, this is when they get the beer bottle thrown at them. And they like, ah, I know who it is. Uh, and that's when they're like, I, I was like weirded out by that. Because they, they, she zooms off into the, the forest. Like she, she knows who it is. Yeah. Like she knows, like right off the bat, I think. But he actually doesn't mention it at all. Um, and then is this actually whenever the, um, the girl sees him at the diner yes whenever the this guy... is the diner interaction yeah. right after that uh so uh there is a uh lady named fairchild uh i don't remember liz, liz. i remember her name being liz liz okay yeah because uh, i i remember seeing the fairchild on the the box because it was like blank fairchild and I, I thought it was like girl fairchild which was the uh, the baby the, but yeah i think that had something else uh but this is uh when they this lady she's dressed up like something from the 50s I she's love got it. the cute little uh bow around the back of her head and you know and this guy sits down and starts really having a creepy conversation. She keeps giving him information. Like, is that your blue car out there? You know, stuff like well, that. It, and it, like, that throws her off. But the rest of it, she's just trying to be polite. And I then know. she realizes that he's a total creeper by... Yeah, but there's like been murders all over the damn place. So you're going to sit true. there and there's like a weird tall guy comes up wearing a hoodie and like a, a hat, like, you know, completely covering his face. Like, oh, yeah, I know. I love your daughter. She's real cute. Where y'all live? Oh, that's crazy. That's a nice place. And I was just like, what's wrong Maybe with Maybe that's you? what you do in a small town. I don't I know. I guess. I don't know. Either way, so that happens. And, you know, bells immediately go off because she's like, why does he know that I drove here? Why does he know what I drove? He is totally watching me. And so he, she gets up and um, she's like, hey, can I borrow the phone? I need to call the cops. Mm. And so she does. So she calls the cops. The cops get her into the office and, you know, all the questions begin. And this whole time throughout this entire scene, they're actually interviewing multiple people, not just her. Including the stripper. Like, they, apparently there's a hooker. Uh, they're also interviewing uh, the guy. Like the cook. Uh, yes. Uh, they're interviewing the 
the the two guys, the two hunter guys who were getting, uh, you know, the altercation with the guy at the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, they do the uh, the rental property guy again. Uh, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, and this is when uh, we John... We know he's, he's tall. Yes. That's whenever we determine that he's a very tall person. Very tall. And this is when John opens the door and he sees his dad getting breathed. Like, he's, he's uh, having his uh, chest uh, listened to by an EMT. Uh, who... <laughs> the dad is like, I'm fine. And the EMT goes, it's a heart murmur. And, like, John's like... No. He's like, what the hell? Why would you tell me it's fine? His dad's like, it, it is fine. Everything's fine. This guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He's not even a real doctor. Oh, that, that and, and the guy stupid. just like gets annoyed and then walks out, you know. And so John's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. You are, you are stressing me the hell out. Like, do you have any idea how stressful this is where I'm worried about you and I'm worried about the killer and everything else? He's like, oh, it's all about you. And every single one of the blowouts that john has wherever he's yelling at people i can completely understand where he's coming from it is so it just it makes sense because yeah that would be fucking stressful and everyone is just like no you're a horrible person and i'm like really i feel like he's the like the level-headed one here because y'all are doing dumb shit hey, he's super angry but you know they're they're also being very dumb so yeah everybody's an asshole in this one for real uh we also see unfortunately at this point liz driving home with her baby uh, and they stop because there is a deer yes. uh, in front of the road. And that is when she is attacked. Now she, uh, you know, pulls out a thirty-eight and starts shooting out into the, the darkness. Uh, does not hit anything and unfortunately is taken down. But at least she did try. And we do see uh, these, you know, as things move along, the, the people are getting more and more uh, resistive uh, to dealing with it. So I, I actually feel better about that yeah. a little bit. Um, and this is actually whenever this is the part wherever it shows it's like interspersed scenes between the killing and then him being at the funeral. Or he's no. also it's also when he's starting to have like a freak out because he's he's like sees uh, the Fairchild people like the kid and the mom behind the guy who's yelling at him yes. from the uh, the the uh, like he's he's having like a dream sequence because he's seeing uh, there there was a man at the very beginning who was yelling at him like why didn't you figure this out kind of thing. Uh, and he pushes him aside and he sees the two girls from the, uh, that we just thought, uh, Liz and, uh, her, her daughter, her daughter yeah. uh, you know, and, and then we see the snowboard girl and then we see people dead. And I guess it was his dad who was laying in the ice or something like that. And the werewolf pops up mm -hmm. kind of deal. But there is, there is one point that we missed that I can't, and I can't remember exactly where it falls into, but it's whenever we first meet the, um, the corner, the corner. Yeah. Yes. He, I think that, that was dickhead. right before this. Yeah. Cause, um, Nobody now, likes the corner. He's the, a dickhead. The corner's a dick. Uh, and he starts like, I, you know, like John runs in there and he's like starting to like scream at them because this is when we, no, see, this is when we see the dead body from Liz. And he like, he flips off the thing. He's like, no, he's like, what the fuck? Why aren't you finding anything? And the guy's like, it's not, you're supposed to find suspects, you know, and it's all this other job. stuff. It's your job. It's your job. He goes, no, it's your job to find, like to look at the body and fig find something. Find. This isn't my job. This isn't what I'm supposed to do. Yada, yada, yada. It's a, everybody's like losing their damn mind. Yeah, uh, and which then, was pretty good. And he slaps the hell out of them. Yeah, that was he pretty funny. He slaps him like he says something stupid, and 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 he just looks at him. He just slaps the shit out of him. There's a lot of uh, like just people getting their shit slapped out of this, mostly by John, which is pretty funny. Uh, John does have anger issues because he cannot like stop raising hands up to people, but they're <laughs> they're not like you know full punches. They're just slaps. It's all men. Like he never hits a lady. 
No. Uh, so we do, good. at this point, get uh, the... Yeah, we, we get the... Um, the, the guy again we clip back over to the the weird dude with the tattoo on his yes. arm uh-huh. and so we're like ah oh, it's him it's totally him uh at this point he starts uh, this is when john goes to the library starts looking up werewolf lore starts trying to figure everything out um he's finding out uh that uh, werewolves didn't even exist it was just men that would that would just do awful things to women. Yeah, yeah like, would just do awful things to women. <laughs> One of the things he says, oh my god, have women been dealing with shit like this since the Middle Ages? And, uh, and yeah. he's telling the he's telling the deputy, I guess. The and, deputy girl, yeah. And she just, like, looks at him like, are you fucking kidding me? It's great. It's great banter back and forth between them. It's just great. Yeah, so this is when we find out that Liz worked as, I guess she did like office equipment or something like that she sold office equipment i think it was like one of those like weird the office kind of jobs where she like just like she was a salesperson for it because uh they go to her workplace Mm -hmm. and uh apparently the guy who there was a guy who was calling her repeatedly and being really creepy about it and calling on a specific um payphone payphone which i think was like five feet away from where that weird trailer was i think so yeah uh, but yes, uh, they go out there. They can't find any uh, anything on the uh, payphone. payphone. Yeah, and this is whenever they um, start to impose the curfew. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. Uh, this is when they they're like, okay, this is we're gonna go ahead and sit in different areas. We're gonna kind of do a a uh, kind of like not really a stakeout, but just be prepared. You know, kind of a Minuteman thing where they're, like, you know, all evenly spaced around the city. So that if there's a phone call that comes in, they can just haul ass over to it. Yes. Uh, this is also when uh, John's... Uh, Dingus daughter. Decides to, one, uh, show the goods to her derpy boyfriend uh, over the phone, which I was like, okay. And then, like, wow, she is aggressive. Like, she is super aggressive she's to just, him. She's just, you know horny teenager she is you know actually i think the the thing was was the reason why it was showing that how aggressive she was was to make her seem much more like john's daughter because like everything that we get is john being very angry very you know and she does get very angry and stuff later yes that's very much yeah that's his kid uh so we we see that uh she's convinces her boyfriend to, to drive out there and start making out they uh they're Inside of a, I guess like a... Like a Bronco looking Or something. Truck. Yeah. It's like an older Bronco, so not one of the new ones. Uh, it's like steaming up the glasses. And we can see the neighbor like freaking the hell out, like calling the cops and stuff like that. So we're not really sure exactly what's going on. Uh, and she, so I guess in, in a fit of, I want to be the girl from Titanic, she starts wiping away the, the sweat smear <laughs> all over the place. And, uh, she notices that the lady, like originally you think it's because the lady's like, don't be having sex in a car, but it's like, oh my God, children having sex in the car. Look out. There's a werewolf because there is one that runs immediately and slams into the door on, on Brock's side. Yep. I remember it being Brock was the, uh, the boyfriend. Oh, no, no. It was on her side because he shoots her out into the street. No, that was uh, he crawls around the place beforehand. So he hits he hits oh, from the driver's I'm sorry. side. Yes, yes, you're and then right. he claws up the back, which yes. I'm just like okay. And he so like we're goes seeing, all the way around you know, to her side and stuff. Yeah, and then he punches through 
knocks her out. Thankfully, John is hauling ass, gets there, and sees the werewolf on top of the car. Does this freaking awesome shoot, like, wherever he, like, pulls up, like, pulls, puts his shotgun out of the side window and, like, fires and just, like, barely fucking misses the werewolf. Yeah. And then he comes out and he starts just firing, bam, 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 bam. Uh, off the side, and then he sees that it's his daughter. Now, normally, uh, people would be like, "Oh my God, you know, what are you doing? You're, you're like, you know, like my baby. You're, you're hurt." But he goes over and he's like, "What the hell is wrong with you? I don't have time to deal with this. I'm working right now." Yeah, he goes, "You're supposed to be at home." Well, yeah, because she's like, "Oh my God, you're not going to check to see how I am." He goes, "No, no, I'm not going to check to see how you are because your ass is supposed to be at." home because we have a curfew which why are you even out here and she's like you're a dick and blah blah but just i hate you you i hate you yeah and he realizes that that is like your boyfriend left you here i love that one uh like where were you brock he just left you here and he really did like brock like took off like a little bitch and just left her there to die yeah so uh at this point also the sheriff has his heart murmur that gets really bad so uh the sheriff gets sent to the hospital uh, the daughter is sent to the hospital. We also find out there is another dead body and it's one of the other deputies. So it is a male deputy. So he just got, uh, pretty bad and shoved into a, uh, a big plastic bin. Yeah. A big plastic trash. Bin. Like, I was like, damn. Yeah. I was, was effed up. It's horrible. Uh, in, uh, his agitation, the, uh, the, <laughs> the poor sheriff is walking back and forth. Uh, not the sheriff, the, uh, John, John is walking back and forth with a shotgun inside of a, a hospital. Uh, that's when he leaves, and we... Well, he finds out it was Brock, because yeah. he uses... So, he looks at her phone, uses her thumbprint, which is next to her. Yes. So, uses her thumbprint to open up her phone, sees it as Brock, then proceeds to take on revenge. He So, he shows up at Brock's house with, like, his mom, like, beating hell out of him. Uh, and then he goes into Brock and he starts choking the living shit out of the boy mm-hmm. when Brock's mom is like kicking him in the face and then finally pulls out pepper spray and sprays both Brock and John in the face. John gets up and does the smart thing and, and hoses himself down in the face with uh, milk. Milk to, And that's what you got to do. If you ever have any, you know, mace in the face, milk yourself. Uh, but uh, my favorite response to this is that the mom immediately stops and looks at her son and says, what did you do? Like, what did you do to that poor girl? That's what he said. That, that's what she said. That what she what said? did you do to that girl? Why else is he here? Why is he here? What did you do to her? And I was just like, oh, no. That's when your mama knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a dick. That's when, yes. Um, John loses it at that point. Like, he's drinking everything in sight. Well, he wakes and, up. Next, and goes to the AA meeting. Well, no, this is before that. He wakes up next to his daughter, and she's like, where were you, Dad? And he's like, I was out protecting the family, and this is when we see the empty hospital bed, and we know now that... uh, His dad died. Yeah, so Robert Forster is no longer in the movie, Uh, and uh, something that was nice about this was that it was dedicated to him afterwards, so... Mm -hmm. But yes, uh, so the dad is dead. We also see uh, him... um, We see John... Going over to the, I guess it was the plastic, you know, uh, bag full of his stuff. And he actually takes the belt uh, that his dad was wearing out and puts it on. Oh, okay. Man, I didn't notice that either. Yeah, and that's why I was, it was so weirded out because I was like, why is he pulling out this evidence bag? But it's like, oh no, it's it's the hospital bag and he's he's putting the belt on. Uh, And yes, then he starts going just ape. 
starts drinking absolutely everything. Uh, he's banned from the meetings. He starts drinking a lot harder. He, he was smoking something in, in the in yeah, the PlayStation. Apparently parked in the middle of the drive. Was this when he fell off the, the side of something and he landed on top of the uh, uh, the, the oven door no, that I was out? No, I think that was okay, before that. that. Uh, I was just, I was like, oh God. Um, this is also when the daughter finds him at home and he's like wasted. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what's all over your clothes? He goes, oh, nothing. I just, I... I was leaving the station and I had a telephone pole and I got really angry because I had a telephone pole. So I just slammed on the gas and hit it as hard as I could. And this is just from the airbags. And the daughter is not happy about that. I think she slaps him, right? Yes. She yes. slaps the shit out of him. Uh, and that's when, like, that is his daughter. Yeah. And then takes him upstairs and like starts screaming at him. Like as she's like crying, like you're scaring me. He's like, oh my dad, dad. It's like a, it's like a very emotional. Like, it really it like it hurts your heart. And it's it's it does that, but it also is that ugly, stupid emotion. Like nobody's able to figure out what the hell is going on because yeah. you're like somebody is wasted. Terrible things are happening. Nothing good is happening. Uh, and then we cut to the guy in the trailer who shoots himself up in his uh, hand and dies. And you're like, wait, does what? that mean that the killings are over? And yes, that actually means that the killings are over. That's what everyone thinks. Whenever they find his dead body and the deputy walks into the, uh, the, the girl deputy walks into the room and she's like, you know, John, um, we got him. We, we, we got him. We figured it out. And uh, they wheel him in and figure out all the weird shit that he's got going on. The coroner is a complete dick about this, too. He uh, he sits there. He's like, yeah, it takes place half an hour, uh, a mile away. It had one of the bodies that he set on fire uh, was there. Uh, he uh, uh, had a weird knife collection. He was less than 30 minutes. Knew all the people, too. And, uh, uh, yeah, my six-year-old could have figured this out. And John, I'm going to tell the whole media about this. I'm going to tell the, the media about this. And uh, the best part was uh, John looks at him and he goes, like, you're the one who threw the uh, the bottle of beer at, at our, at our, our window. Car. He's like, no, I didn't. He's like, yes, you were. Uh, and he says, like, somebody tell uh, the coroner that he's fired. Uh, <laughs> he's like, you're not going to be able to say anything because yeah. you're fired. Somebody tell the coroner that he's fired. And then he just walks out. And everyone's like, yay, coroner douchebag's fired. Uh, at this point, John kind of gets a little pep talk from uh, the female deputy lady. Uh, and she's like, hey, if you want to start being a good deputy, you got to do this. Sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. If you, uh, if you want to be a good sheriff. A good sheriff, then you got to do this. Uh, so, yeah, I guess. You know, there's like, and it's it's kind of at this point that I get a little confused because I, I get the idea there's there's kind of a vibe going on between them, but I don't think it's ever expressed really. So I don't know if this is like the beginning of the love affair or if I there's nothing else showed, that happens. I think she had, had showed that she had cared for him before. Okay. But... You know, I, I mean, just, I don't I, know if I anything else it. is happening. Yeah, I could the, see it. Yeah. But, uh, so at this point, uh, he decides that, yes, he's going to go back to his AA. He's, he goes back to AA and he starts being a very good person. Uh, he keeps calling the guy who they found dead, instead of saying killer, he says suspect. Uh, which I thought was very telling, because in, in John's heart, he does not believe that this guy was the guy. Mm-hmm. Um... And uh, he starts returning all of the the dis, the stuff, the evidence, uh, the evidence stuff yeah. to uh, the kids, uh, to, at, to the families. 
To the families, yes. The families of the victims of, you know, and he even gets spit in the face, poor guy. Yeah, that was gross. Yeah. And then he shows up to um, one person's house who is, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Cala Carnig? It's Paul. Paul something. Paul. I remember Paul because it was like taxidermy by Paul blah, 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 blah. I think it started with a C. Anyways, so this guy we've seen around town, he's always bitching about his wife and all kinds of stuff and... He's just a, he's a douche. Yeah, and he's the guy who owns the uh, the cabins. Yes. Yes. So he's the the weird little he's a weird little bald guy. Uh, but yes, I was sitting there going like, huh, that's a you know odd that he's the taxidermist. Uh, and we also see at this point we're getting kind of juxtaposed between the two. Um, we're seeing the female deputy pulling out uh, taxidermy stuff. She's kind of getting this vibe like, hmm, it's a taxidermy. Person. Like string, like yeah. like the string that, that you use for taxidermy and a you know sewing needle and stuff like that. Well, one of the one of the pictures that that uh, John had copied while he was doing his you know his research and stuff was of taxidermy stuff, which was um, a um, th- uh, thread shredder, thread thread seam seam ripper, seam ripper. There you go. Thank you. So it was a, a seam ripper, which was one that was left at the previous crime scene. Yes. Uh, by uh, whoever was the werewolf, because uh, we get a call from uh, the very first victims, like the guy who's going to be your husband. Uh, and he says, yeah, we found the seam ripper. We're going to throw everything or like he's going to keep it. He just wanted to let them know or something like that. It was a weird no, no, all the, all the rest of her stuff. Oh, OK, he was going to keep. But this didn't belong in didn't there. Belong it wasn't her. Right. So I was just letting you guys know. And this is whenever it clicks. For and she her. yes. Yeah. And so she immediately jumps into her car and takes off. John is still at Paul's having this really awkward conversation at this table with him and about how, you know, his wife, you know, Paul, Paul's wife couldn't hack it. Uh, so he doesn't have a wife and just kind of weird. It's just he, a weird He also mentions his daughter. So I don't know if that means that the daughter. He's like, like how's your daughter doing? I don't know if that was something that was well known. You know, I think the guy could have played that off, though. Like, yeah. you know, I, well, you know, your dad died. You know, that kind of thing. And it's a small town, so yeah. I feel like everyone would have known that he had a daughter. So, yeah, so then that happens. And so, you know, he, John is just like, all right, well, I got to go because I'm still on the clock. So he, he gets up, he leaves, steps outside, and, he, and something just makes him stop. And he's thinking, and then he turns back around, and he knocks on the door again, and, he, and Paul's like, hey, did you forget something? And mind you, Paul is very hunched. So he's, he's crouched he, down, like, to, like, halfway down the, uh, the, the door. Uh, and he goes like, you know, there's just, there's just something. You mind standing up to your full height for me? And the guy likes, like, he, he's smiling. It, it was creepy, too, how and he did it. It was very well done. He's, he's smiling, and then the smile goes away, and then he slowly stands up to probably being about 6'5". I would say, like, 7 feet tall. This dude's huge. He was gigantic. He was looming over the door. Like, and, the door frame. Yeah, and that's when uh, John's like, yep. And that's when the guy, like, slams the door on him. And John, like, immediately smashes into the door because he knew he was going to do that. So he, like, starts smashing into the door. And then he tries to call for backup. Backup doesn't answer because the, the radio doesn't work. And so he just throws a trash can through and himself at the same time. So he, he throws himself in there. And then he's, like, looking around trying to find him. And then he, he goes through one door or, or one, like, opening, which is covered by wolf fur. And then all behind this door are, like, like... Taxidermy yeah. knives and stuff and like that. And saws and all kinds and of stuff. And also a head. Yes. It's a head that was missing from the, I guess, the... What? Lizzie? Liz? 
No, no, it was uh, the that. I thought it was the other girl. Oh, the the snowboarder one. Yeah, yeah, I think it was her. Ah, uh, maybe. Ah, uh, but yes, uh, and that's when uh, <laughs> he gets stabbed. Uh, the uh, the taxidermy guy comes out. Paul like rushes over to John and stabs him in the chest and like pins him to the wall and like picks him lifts up. Lifts him up. Yeah, and so he's like ah, so he spits blood in his face and he's like ugh, ugh. and then he you see the police the police lights in the window and so he lets him off he lets him he lets him go and then he runs away and so Paul or uh, John is like you know a soldier crawling to his to his gun and then so he gets his gun and he stands up and tries to go towards the back door and this is this this scene is wherever we see Paul uh wearing a suit a wolf suit except for the head like except for the head yeah he's not wearing the head yeah that was so weird because and I I would say that he even had like I don't know if he had like the the weird like shoes where you can like put them on and you're kind of like twitched up or yeah or what yeah they missed that part because yeah. I, I noticed that too because in all the rest of the scenes he his foot looked like a dog's foot. like werewolf yeah yeah so it had like the ankle part where it does it may and be it like a, and... it, it might just be a like he was wearing those things and he just didn't have enough time to grab the feet could be yeah so then he just starts like you know running away like a regular person he, he does yell it like growls at him like he's like Arr! you know kind of like yells at him like and it turns into like sort of a a wolf howl yeah uh and then he runs into the 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 snow uh, and that's when John decides to follow him with his big stab in the chest, poor bastard. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the uh, fireworks start going out because we now see that uh, this has actually been taking place over several months. Uh, and it is now uh, New, New Year's. Year's. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, the fireworks are going off. It's apparently New Year's Day. Uh, the guy comes out again uh, out of nowhere, knocks John to the ground, and is standing over him. I guess he was going to shoot him or no, kill him. Just yeah, stab him he, or something like that. Uh, and that's when the female deputy comes up from behind and fires a couple of shots, like a shot into the back of the werewolf. Werewolf falls down. John stands up and unloads his... Entire like, clip. Yeah. He's got a Smith & Wesson or something like that. Just big revolver into the, the dude's face. Uh, and uh, you can actually see the euphoria on John's face as he, he realizes that he's not a loser. And he did do what he was told his daddy was going to do. Which is catch the killer. And uh, then he also slumps over down to the ground because he's not doing well. Because he's got a giant stab in his head. No, no, no. Or in his, his stomach. stomach. Yeah, yeah, his stomach. Uh, but yes, and then we uh, go to an indeterminate time later. I guess it's sometime in January when uh, his daughter is moving in. And we see... To her that, college dorm room. Yeah, we see that the uh, the new the the female deputy is now the new sheriff mm-hmm. uh to the point where she actually cut a hole in the back to put her uh her little ponytail through yes uh the dad is there uh he is not wearing a sheriff's anything but he is wearing a university hat you said the dad and i thought of john's dad john. it's not john's yeah dad. It's, it's john, john. yeah john's so dad. john is wearing the the a just university hat and he says uh hey uh you know i i left you some protection you know just don't say anything about it and she's like, whatever, God, Dad. And then she feels a little bit okay with it. It does make me really sad because their relationship is not. It's good. not great, but it's, it's not good at all. It's she's she's coming back to him because she also missed him. Like the like you could see it. Like she was saying, like the vibe that she had with the the, the female deputy lady, she or the new sheriff yeah. lady. Yeah, she. It was very much. A, I'm I'm you know I miss my dad kind of thing. 
but she's also too proud to say anything about it. Yeah. Uh, but we also, I guess that's the, the point when I guess they're having a relationship because she hugs all over the daughter and says, you know, if you need anything, just give us a call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, ah, it's an us thing. But not, but not John though. She doesn't hug John, the daughter. She just, she's just like, oh God, dad, whatever. Just get out of here. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hey, left you some protection. So he left her some condoms, which uh, we figure out because she, she, after they leave, she pulls open her drawer, her drawer, pulls out the condom, sees a few of them, and then she looks down, and then there's something else in there. Something else is a gun. Is the assumption, yes. Yes. We also see him putting his belt on afterwards. I, guess I think the, it was in, I think it was like a holster. You think it was a holster yeah. that he took off? Okay. That makes sense. That's yeah. why he was taking the belt. Because you even you said it was like, why was he fixing his belt? Yeah, I was and like, why did he, he take his belt he off? He took yeah. his, his uh, gun off. And that, I bet that was Grandpa's, too. Uh, so yes, uh, it uh, we have a moment where one of the guys is just like, oh yeah, fresh meat, you know, like oh the gymnasts, oh man, they're so hot. The yeah, college, fresh meat. One of the as a college, stupid yes. college guys. And uh, that John stops for a second and continues walking away. And which I, good for him. Anger yeah. management is working. Apparently, you know, he's grown as a person, uh, and his daughter has a gun. So you know, I guess he she she can take it. care of herself. But yes, that is how it ends. Uh, so what are you going to give this one? Uh, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 um, super c- cool werewolf cosplays. I'm going to give this uh, 6 uh, seam, seam rippers out of 10. There's a, there's a lot that's good for it, but this is this is us watching on a second watch. That's my thing. Well, I liked it. I still liked it. I, I, I really liked it. I thought there was How a... about l- a plus one modifier for something? Okay. A plus one modifier for people who really kind of dig uh, this kind of stuff because... Um, that would be me. Especially the, uh, the, the, the banter that we have, the weird slap fights and all this other stuff. If you're watching this as like just a normal movie, I think that it could be very disjointed uh, and a little bit hard to follow. Or in portions where you're just kind of bored. Where you're not quite sure exactly what's going on. Um, I don't know. I think it's a great movie for me. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, but, you know, I can definitely see other people maybe not liking it the best you know, way. This is a good solid movie. I really suggest that you go watch it out. And there's not enough recommendations that I can give for uh, Amazon Prime that I would ever take this off the list of Amazon Prime recommendations. Because, Wow. There's a lot of stuff on Amazon Prime, but I can't tell you if there's any of it's good because they don't... No they, good horror movies, they, really. Well, you know, even if there is, we can't find them, damn it. Uh, but maybe you found them. Uh, maybe you could let us know if you found one. Or if there's another horror movie that you'd recommend, reach out to us. Let us know. ESAT3AM... Hold on. ESAT3AM <laughs> at gmail.com. There we go. <laughs> Uh, we've got ESAT3AM.com. It's going to be the main website. You can reach us on Facebook and Twitter at ESAT3AM. Uh, or leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. Anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3AM. Just reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. It's it's always really kind of nice to be able to hear from people on this. And you know what? we got a lot of new fans on Facebook. So thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully you like what you hear. Hopefully you'll be with us for a long time. And if there's, you know, any suggestions or anything else like that that you have, we are still relatively new in the podcast stuff. Um, But yeah, we'd love to hear any suggestions or ideas or anything else like that that you guys have. So just let us know. Yep. But until next time, we will see you all later. Bye.